Hi everyone, my name is Jody, and I am your host of the Exploring the Midwest podcast. Um, before we jump into today's podcast, I just want to know what topics would you like to hear about? Are there any subjects in the Midwest that you would like me to explore a little bit more? Please send me your ideas. You can email directly to Jody, J-O-D-Y, at familyrambling.com. That is Jody at familyrambling.com. And when you're done listening, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Android. Your reviews help other people find the podcast. If you can't leave a review on your podcast app, take a minute, take a screenshot, and tag me on Instagram at Jody Halstead. And leave just a few kind words. I really appreciate it. Now, let's start exploring the Midwest. Hi everyone, thanks so much for tuning in again to the Exploring the Midwest broadcast. Today I am really excited because I am talking about probably one of the states that I visit more than, than most, and that is Wisconsin. My guest today is Anna Weibel, and she is the Communications Officer for Travel Wisconsin. Um, Amanda, thank you so much for, for joining me today. I'm so excited to talk about your state. Thanks, Jody. I'm so happy to be here. So now my family travels to Wisconsin um, a few times each year, actually. We love heading to the northern part of the state, especially in the hot summer months, because you you can't really beat that great, you know, lake breeze through the trees. Um, and then, you know, in August, we usually hit Milwaukee for Irish Fest, which I'm hoping can come back soon. Um, so it's a great state for us to visit. And I know that a lot of people really love to, to hit so many different areas of Wisconsin. But you guys have a little bit of a reputation for a beautiful, creamy food stuff. We do. We do. Yeah. And I, I think we definitely have a reputation um, for cheese. We're known as America's Dairyland, um, which is right a rightful title. Um, Wisconsin produces more than 600 different varieties of cheese, uh, which is more than double of the runner-up state. That's an amazing amount of cheese. But the, the cheese that comes out of Wisconsin, I mean, I think when I think of Wisconsin cheese, obviously I think of the squeaky cheese curds because they're just so beautiful and fresh. You have to let them warm up just a little bit to get the perfect squeak on them. But there are so many other different kinds of cheese and you visit a Wisconsin cheese shop and it's almost overwhelming. Exactly, that's why it's so great when they provide samples because you've got to try, you've got to try different things out. Um, they're also usually taking a really unique spin. They've got some flavors that you've maybe never heard of. So um, definitely do some sampling and, and take some with to enjoy while you're on the rest of your adventures in Wisconsin. And depending on where you are, they will incorporate a couple of other of um, your primary food production. So you have cranberries and then you have cherries in Door County. So depending on where you are, you'll get a nice mix of cheese and fruit. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting that you brought up cranberries. A lot of people don't know that about Wisconsin, but Wisconsin is one of the world's largest producers of cranberries. We actually produce 60% uh, of the world's supply. And so definitely it's a great thing to um, 
try in your cheese or pair with your cheese, but there are so many other cool ways to experience cranberries in Wisconsin. You can take a self-guided uh, auto tour around the Cranberry Highway. You can actually uh, tour a cranberry marsh while they're harvesting. Um, or of course, try some foods with uh, with cranberries infused. There's an incredible uh, Wisconsin's Cranberry Discovery Center that has anything and everything you can think of. And you've got to try a couple different flavors of ice cream too. They don't just have one cranberry flavor of ice cream, they have many. Well, because in the dairy land, you're going to not only have cheese, but you're going to have ice cream. Exactly. But I'm interested in this cran cranberry root, cranberry trail, what was it? Yeah, so it's called the Cranberry Highway. Um, so it's actually a route where you can pass by uh, different cranberry marshes and, um, you know, see them from your car, uh, explore at your own pace. But then, like I said, there are also different uh, farms that you can actually take tours of too. So definitely different ways, depending on how involved you want to be from taking it in from your car to putting on some waders and getting right in. What section of Wisconsin would you say is cranberry land? It's more in the central Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So that gives you a target area to head to. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you're thinking about, you know, these great foods in Wisconsin, um, that kind of makes me think of maybe some regional favorites. And when that, you know, that kind of brings to mind for me the Door County fish boil, which is something the area is very much known for. It's something that you should probably experience at least once, even if you don't think you like fish. But what other regional specialties or foodie finds are you going to discover in Wisconsin? That's another thing I think that surprises people about Wisconsin is that we have such a rich foodie culture. And if you're not familiar with the Door County fish boil that Jody mentioned, it's a must experience. It's, you know, an outdoor community-based kitchen. Um, they're, they're cooking fresh fish that's caught in Lake Michigan. And when you're in Door County, they're pairing it with that fresh cherry pie as well. Um, but looking around the state, um, Sheboygan is the bratwurst capital of the world. Um, Glendale is the root beer capital of the universe. It's the home of Sprecher. And so if you're in the Glendale area, definitely take a tour. Root beer is so good. It is, it is. And they have an amazing tour too. So you can kind of see all the, the behind the scenes action, which is super fun. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Madison and Milwaukee for their food culture too home to many uh, James Beard award-winning or nominated chefs. Um, they're using fresh Wisconsin ingredients in really unique ways. And, you know, I, I think that's one of the best things about the Midwest is that farm to fork isn't that far. Exactly, exactly. I, I It's interesting because that's become such a popular topic. People are really interested in knowing where their food comes from and, and learning more about that experience. It's been a way of life in Wisconsin because we produce so many foods. So it's something that um, we've always had, uh, but it's really cool to see that getting more attention. And, and one really fun way to experience that farm to table uh, experience is a pizza farm. So you can actually dine on a farm um, where the ingredients are grown. And if it tastes like the ingredients were fresh picked that morning, they probably were. Um, so they're using things grown on that farm or from local producers. You really can't get any closer to your food source than that. And I think another food experience Wisconsin has that used to be found everywhere, but now is really kind of the domain of Wisconsin is the Supper Club. Absolutely. Yeah, you have to stop in a Wisconsin Supper Club. Um, you'll find friendly bartenders, um, 
family owned recipes, you definitely get a Wisconsin Friday fish fry. That's what um, you've got to try. You get your, get your steak or your fish fry at the supper club, and then you have to pair it with a brandy old fashioned while you're there. That, that old fashioned is, uh, yeah, another staple. It's kind of funny how many things as you talk through it can connect to Wisconsin so closely. Yeah, yeah. While we're talking about, you know, food and beverages, of course, people also think of Wisconsin beer. We have a really rich heritage in brewing beer here in Wisconsin. Um, and today we've got 205 craft breweries. So no matter where you are in the state, you're going to find an incredible local brew to try out. And then I have to mention that you have cideries and <laughs> distilleries. Uh, yeah. so Wisconsin has it all, really. We do. We do. Yeah, it's it's really incredible and so fun to see the, again, the way that these people are experimenting and they're using those local ingredients grown in Wisconsin. Now, another thing Wisconsin has a lot of is shoreline. You border two, two, is it two Great Lakes or is it three? Great Lakes. Two Great Lakes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Two Great Lakes and then the Mississippi River. So we're surrounded by water on three sides. Um, and that makes up um, over a thousand miles of shoreline between the Great Lakes and the Mississippi River. But then, then inland, yeah, we have 15,000 inland lakes and 43,000 miles of river. Um, so if you want to spend time on, in, or near the water, you can definitely find a place to do that in Wisconsin. Now, one of our favorite places to visit is clear at the very northern end, and that's Bayfield which is right there on the Apostle Islands National Lakeshore, which is just such an amazing, um, amazing place to visit. Can you discuss a little bit more about what people are going to find along these beautiful coastal regions that you have? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the Apostle Islands National Lakeshore is, it's a must visit. It's way north in Wisconsin, um, but the islands are beautiful. You can take a cruise um, and you can take a sailboat or, or another boat cruise and, and see the islands from the water. Um, there are great trails for hiking where you can have views of, of the water as well. Um, you can take a ferry over to Madeline Island. That's the biggest of the Apostle Islands and they've got a state park over there. Um, they've got tons of little shops and restaurants and things too. So um, lots of fun ways to explore. Um, they're also kayaking in the Apostle Islands is really popular. There are these beautiful sea caves. Um, so that's a really popular area for people to get to take in the lakeshore uh, from kayak and explore those sea caves. And they're beautiful. They're, the boat cruises take you really close. Mm -hmm. um, another one of our favorite activities also takes place really close to the northern part of Wisconsin, and that is in Hayward. Uh, there's a river there called the Namakagan. And it is the cleanest, most beautiful river. It's all rock lines. So we, we love just going and tubing down it. It's kind of our summer escape. Um, but like you said, there are so many water activities. There's, there's kayaking, uh, canoeing, tubing, swimming. And that's just the beginning of the outdoor adventures that you're going to find. Yeah, exactly. Wisconsin is home to 49 state parks. 15 state forests, 44 state trails, two um, national scenic trails. So if you're looking for hiking or biking or ATVing, uh, you'll find tons of places to enjoy any of those activities as well. And Wisconsin, I, when I think of Wisconsin, I don't necessarily think of the cities, 
because there is so much amazing outdoor activity that you can do, but you have some pretty vibrant cities as well. We do. We do. Yeah. Madison and Milwaukee definitely being the largest of those cities. Um, so uh, we talked about the incredible food scene, um, arts and culture as well. There's so much to do, um, see and explore, and there's really something for everyone. And I think another unique part um, about those cities is there's such a, a tie to outdoor recreation, even if you're in those cities. So Milwaukee has a, a state park in the city. Um, there are tons of city parks and trails too. You can go kayaking um, in Milwaukee. Um, Madison is located on an isthmus, so surrounded by two lakes um, and has an arboretum. So there's there's so much nature and outdoor recreation that's easily accessible in the cities, but you also get, um, you know, more of those arts and culture experiences that a larger city can offer. And then you have Green Bay. So exactly, another, exactly. Another Yes, yeah, I have to visit any any football fan needs to visit Green Bay. You've got a tour Lambeau Field. ESPN calls it the football stadium to visit. Um, so it's not just Packers fans who agree that there's incredibly rich history there. And it's a it's a great place to tour and wonderful experience to take in a football game, too. And I suppose if we're going to mention sports, we probably should mention golf because Wisconsin has a lot of golf courses and really beautiful golf courses. Yeah, absolutely. And people don't think of a state that's covered in snow for several months of the year to be a great golf destination, but Wisconsin really is a premier golf destination. We have 500 golf courses and 10 of them are in Golf Digest's top 100 public courses. Um, so if you're looking to, to golf some of the best courses in the nation, you can fly into Mitchell International uh, Airport in Milwaukee, and nine of the top 10 golf courses that I mentioned are within three hours of Milwaukee. So you can rent a car, uh, you'll put on around 500 miles, and you'll get to golf nine of the top golf courses in the U.S. So definitely a destination for those people who consider golf a vacation. Absolutely. Now, there, we talked about how, you know, cranberries come from Wisconsin and cheese comes from Wisconsin. And there are so many things that, especially in the Midwest, you're going to know the names of. But Wisconsin is home to, I mean, names that you're going to know across the country. I mean, really big brands that call Wisconsin home. Mm -hmm. I think that just shows how deep the outdoor recreation culture runs in Wisconsin. Uh, we don't just fish and paddle and go birding here. We have the brands that are designing and making the gear to make those things possible and make those experiences memorable. Um, think about, you know, the most iconic motorcycle brand, Harley Davidson, uh, a global leader in bicycle uh, technology and track bicycles, the world's largest producer of paddles for uh, canoeing and kayaking and paddling is Bending Branches there in Wisconsin. Uh, the, the biggest handcrafter of fishing rods in the USA is St. Croix Rods. Um, and they have an incredible story. 32 different pairs of hands touch a fishing pole before it leaves their facility. Um, so it's so cool to hear about how those brands are they're here for a reason. They're getting inspiration from Wisconsin's outdoors. They're able to um, go out and test products and, and stay connected to the, the natural assets that make those activities possible. And, you know, when I think of Wisconsin products as well, um, something that 
that you use in your house every day are your faucets because Kohler is in Wisconsin. Am I right? You are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Kohler heritage is it's such an interesting story and it's such a cool part of Wisconsin. Um, so Destination Kohler is, is a wonderful place to, to um, go and learn more about the heritage of the Kohler family. Um, they also, of course, have uh, one of those world-renowned, several of those world-renowned golf courses. They have a five-star hotel, an incredible spa. So um, the spa is is kind of where my mind goes when I think of, you know, the the faucets and the really luxurious, you know, bathing and things like that. Yeah. Yes, you'll definitely notice that in in all of their properties. Um, they have not only their their five star hotel, the American Club, but they also have cabins um, that they've added onto the property too. And you're right, they're carrying in all of those elements from those products that they make to give people an amazing experience. Also inspires your own bathroom design. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so if we're talking about architecture and you know interior exterior design, you can't help but mention Frank Lloyd Wright. Yeah, Frank Lloyd Wright, uh, famed architecture is actually, he was born and raised in Wisconsin, um, in Southern Wisconsin in the Driftless region. During his boyhood summers, he would help out on his uncle's farm in the small village of Spring Green. The population today is still less than 2000 people, um, but it's where he chose to build his home and studio um, that's in incredibly famous and a wonderful facility to tour as well. And so it's just so fascinating to, and touring that facility, you see his desk and think about him sitting there and coming up with his designs and getting inspiration, looking out the window, seeing the beautiful scenery in the Driftless region. Um, it's it's a wonderful, wonderful um, experience for anyone interested in architecture. Um, and it's one of many stops on Wisconsin's Frank Lloyd Wright Trail. So the trail goes through nine counties in southern Wisconsin, and you can take in more of his work. Now, tell me if I'm wrong, but isn't that close to House on the Rock, which is not probably the architectural, although it has that that very interesting glass pathway that if you're terrified of heights is probably not the best choice, but it's definitely one of the strangest places I've ever visited. House on the Rock is certainly an eclectic mix of collections. I think I've seen the rooms described as a collection of collections, um, which I think describes it pretty well. So each room has a different theme. Um, the world's largest carousel is held there too. Um, so definitely some interesting things to, to check out and they change things up seasonally. So you can find something different depending on what time of year you go. And then yes, the, the glass um, walk that you're talking about, it, it's 15 stories high and you can see the trees below you. So it's a really neat experience, but you are you are um, up above the trees. So if you're afraid of heights, certainly something that I'd encourage you to to, to take a look at, but I can understand that hesitation. I, I, I think I made it like 10 steps out and I was like, that's, that's quite enough for me because not having anything below my feet was a little disconcerting. <laughs> um, Wisconsin also is, it has a lot of Native American history. And when you're thinking about Native American history, especially in the Midwest, you usually think of the more Western states. But Wisconsin has, I mean, you just, you have a plethora of tribes there that I don't think people even realize. 
We do, we do. Wisconsin actually ha is home to 11 federally recognized tribes, which is the most of any state east of the Mississippi. So you're right, I think people think of those Western states. Um, but that native culture is really woven into Wisconsin's heritage and provides some really unique experiences for travelers. Uh, a couple of notable ones to mention, Frog Bay Tribal National Park, which is also up in Bayfield. Um, it's the first national tribal park. Um, and they're actually celebrating their 10 year anniversary this year. And it's it's an incredible, it's, it's 89 acres on the Red Cliff Reservation, beautiful um, view of Lake Superior, opportunity to see wildlife, endangered plants. It's, it's really just a stunning place. And another really unique um, opportunity to experience native culture um, is the Copper Crow Distillery, which is also in the Bayfield area. And they're the first and only Native American owned distillery in the United States, which is unique in, in and of itself. Um, but they're also uh, using Wisconsin byproducts in a really interesting way. So they're um, distilling with whey, a byproduct of making cheese. And they're one of only a dozen distilleries in the US um, experimenting with that. So a really unique tie to a couple different pieces of Wisconsin's culture. That is really interesting. I had never, I mean, I, I don't know the science behind distilling, but distilling with whey, I don't think would have ever crossed my mind. Yeah, it's it's really unique. Um, and it's that's just one of the things that they're doing. They they distill a variety of different products. So definitely worth checking out. You can also get a great old brandy old fashioned there too. And I, I've also heard they have great Bloody Marys. Very nice. So we've learned obviously that Wisconsin has probably more than you ever imagined. If people are thinking about a Wisconsin getaway for 2021, what three big events might they want to add to their calendar or consider visiting for? Yeah, yeah, great question. I think it's one of the cool things about Wisconsin is that regardless of what you know about the state, regardless of where you visit, there's something unexpected waiting to be discovered. Uh, but if I had to point you toward kind of three different areas, um, I would start with with golf. I know we talked about uh, about golf a little bit, but um, the Ryder Cup is coming to Wisconsin this year. It was delayed a year, but we're so excited to have it back. It's gonna be held at Whistling Straits, um, which is an amazing golf course that overlooks Lake Michigan. And it draws in an international audience. You know, this is pitting 12 of the best American golfers against 12 from Europe. So um, it's putting Wisconsin on an international stage as a premier golf destination. Um, so if you're looking at golfing some of those premier spots, um, even if you can't make it for the Ryder Cup, it's a place to check out. Um, and if you're not into golf, but want to accompany a golf a golfer, go to the Kohler Spa. <laughs> the, <laughs> Excellent, the tip. <laughs> Excellent tip. Excellent tip. The second one I would I would recommend for wildlife lovers, um, Wisconsin is great for birding kind of all around, um, but it's actually the only place in the world where you can see all 15 species of cranes. And that is why it's home to the International Crane Foundation. And they just finished a really big renovation of their facility in Baraboo, and they have a grand opening coming up in May. So um, it's a great opportunity. It's right on a wetland. Um, so you'll see cranes, you have an opportunity to learn about cranes and learn more about the work of the International Crane Foundation. That's fun. Now, Baraboo also, or it used to be really well known for Barnum and Bailey. Is it still or no? 
don't know the answer to that. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to check and get back to you. I, I feel like there used to be at least um a I don't know, a circus museum or yes, something. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, there is. There is a circus museum. I didn't recognize um the other name that you used, but yes, home to the circus museum. Mm -hmm. All right, excellent. I thought I remembered that. Yeah. And then you have one final tip that I think is really going to resonate with a lot of people this year. Yeah, my final tip is for anyone who's ready to take a road trip. Road trips are making a big comeback this year, and there are um, three different routes in Wisconsin that have recently gotten some national recognition. Anywhere you head out in the state, you're going to find natural beauty. 49% of the state is covered in forests, so um, you're, you're going to have a, a great place to go, but I'm going to point you in three specific uh, directions. So the Door County Coastal Byway, we talked a lot about the beauty of Door County, and the Lake Superior Scenic Byway were both just named National Scenic Byways. So they're, they're beautiful routes, they're a great opportunity to take in the Great Lakes, stop in some of the awesome towns and shops along the way. And then um, Wisconsin's Great River Road was designated an all-American road. So that runs 250 miles along the state of Wisconsin. It passes three, through 33 Mississippi River towns. Um, so again, the, the drive itself is wonderful. It's a, it's a great route to explore the state. So many opportunities to stop, stretch your legs, go to a local shop or a local restaurant, uh, take in some outdoor recreation and, and hit the road on the Great River Road. So fun. Now, for people who want more information or to order a travel guide, where do they go? Visit TravelWisconsin.com. Excellent. And they'll be able to, and, and the website's wonderful. It's very easy to navigate and you can very easily get your print guide sent to you. And I believe there is a digital guide as well if you prefer that. Yes. Yeah, definitely check it out. Head to TravelWisconsin.com. You can explore tons of articles and ideas, or like Jody said, you can request some guides. Perfect. Amanda, thank you so much for taking the time to share all this amazing Wisconsin information. I know that I'm always excited to visit the state, and I hope that this has inspired other people to maybe add Wisconsin to their travel plans in the coming time. I hope so too. Thanks so much for having me.